Okay, all meetings are to be open and closed properly. According to the Circle 7 in love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice, I ask that all Moors please rise and face the east for the Moorish American prayer. As we stand facing the east with our heels together, feet at a 45 degree angle, please repeat after me. Allah, Allah. the Father of the universe, Father of love, truth, Truth, peace, peace, freedom, 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 and justice. And justice. Allah is my protector. Allah is my protector. My guide. My guide. And my salvation. And my salvation. By night and by day. By night and by day. Through His Holy Prophet. Through His Holy Prophet. Through Ali. Through Ali. Amen. Amen. Islam. <clears throat> I want to announce this meeting is now open. All right. Okay, first and foremost, we always rise giving the highest praise to the most high, our Father God, Allah. We stand honor to our divine prophet, noble Drew Ali, for bringing us our divine creed and nationality. We also extend honors to the forerunner to the prophet, our brother Marcus Mosiah Garvey. We extend honors also to the Moorish and the American flag, and we extend honors to the charter and its 10 wonders. Also, we extend honors to the first appointed Supreme Grand Sheikh by our prophet, our brother Emily Ill. And we extend honors to all members of the Moore Science Temple of America. And we also extend honors to the office of the Supreme Grand Sheikh and Supreme Grand Council of the Moore Science Temple of America, Islam. Uh, brother Jackson Bay, would you please read our divine constitution and bylaws? Islam, Grand Sheep, I rise, I rise giving perfect praise to Allah, honest to the Prophet Drew Ali, honest to the forefathers and foremothers, honest to the Asiatic nations and the Muslims all over the world. Salvation, Allah, unity, the Moor Science Temple of America, the Divine Constitution and Bylaws. Act 1, the Grand Sheik and the Chairman of the Moor Science Temple of America is empowered to make law and enforce law with the assistance of the Prophet and the Grand Body of the Moor Science Temple of America. The assistant grand sheik is to assist the grand sheik in all affairs if he lives according to love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. And it is known before the members of the Moore Science Temple of America. Act two, all means are to be open and closed promptly according to the circle seven in love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. Friday is our holy day of rest because on a Friday, the first man was formed in flesh. And on a Friday, the first man departed out of flesh and ascended unto his father God Allah. For that cause, Friday is the holy day for all Muslims all over the world. Act three, love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice must be proclaimed and practiced by all members of the Moorish Science Temple of America. No member is to put in danger or accuse falsely his brother or sister on any occasion at all that may harm his brother or sister because Allah is love. Act four, all members must preserve these holy and divine laws and all members must obey the laws of the government because by being a Moorish American, you are part and partial of the government and must live the life accordingly. Act five, this organization of the Moorish Science Temple of America is not to cause any confusion or to overthrow the laws and constitution of the said government, but to obey hereby. <clears throat> Act six, with us, all members must proclaim their nationality and we are teaching our people their nationality and their divine creed that they may know that they are part and partial of this said government. 
and know that they are not Negroes, colored folks, black people, or Ethiopians, because these names were given to slaves by slaveholders in 1779, lasting until 1865, during the time of slavery. But this is a new era of time now, and all men now must proclaim their free national name to be recognized by the government in which they live and the nations of the earth. This is the reason why a lot of great God of the universe ordained Noble Juali, the prophet, to redeem his people from their sinful ways. The Moorish Americans are the descendants of the ancient Moabites who inhabited the northwestern and southwestern shores of Africa. <clears throat> Act 7. All members must promptly attend their meetings and become part and partial of all uplifting acts of the Moorish Science Temple of America. Members must pay their dues and keep in line with all necessities of the Moorish Science Temple of America. Then you're entitled to the name of faithful. Husband, you must support your wife and children. Wife, you must obey your husband and take care of your children and look after the duties of your household. Sons and daughters must obey father and mother and be industrious and become part of the uplifting of fallen humanity. All Moorish Americans must keep their hearts and minds pure with love and their bodies clean with water. This divine covenant is from your holy prophet, Noble Juali, through the guidance of his father, God Allah. Noble Juali, founder, Moorish American Prayer, Allah, the father of the universe, the father of love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. Allah is my protector, my God, and my salvation by night and by day, through his holy prophet, Juali. Amen. The Moorish Science Temple of America, home office of Noble Juali, home office, Chicago, Illinois. USA, Islam, Islam, Islamism. Peace and love. Happy Holy Day, Muslims. Islam and gratitude, brother. <clears throat> brother Kobe, would you please read our writs? Islam, Grand Sheikh. Arise, give perfect praise to the great God Allah. Rise, give honors to the Prophet Noble Juali. Rise, give honors to the forerunner, Marcus, Messiah, Garvey, the harbinger. Rise, give honors to all ills and bays, all mosques on the call and on the planet who be proclaimed in every meeting. Islam, I am glad to know I have a few faithful Moors among you all, and I desire for them to know the truth and the divine truth. There's a host of jealousy about me and the movement now by the same people of our side of the nation that claimed that I was a joke and unreal. But since they found out from the government officials and the nations of the earth that this is the only sole foundation that all Asians must depend upon for their earthly salvation as American citizens, they are working every scheme that they can to disqualify me so they may take charge of the situation. I have notified all these things to you long ago in the past. It is through the faithful Moors that attribute to the movement and uplifting funds, the ones that pay their divine respects to me and the movement will be remembered. That's why I'm calling upon all faithful Moors to increase their faithfulness to me, your prophet, and your divine Moors movement. I need finance. And I need it badly. Never before have I needed finance so badly as I do at present so I can shove aside the discord that is facing the nation. It all comes through jealousy because of my fame and nobility. The nations of the world would not recognize a movement without either profit being hit. It has been proven by my works, which I have performed in the past few years. Prophet, Noble Drew Ali. Prophet warns all Muslims to be read in every meeting. I hereby inform all members they must end all radical speeches while at work in their homes or on the streets. We are for peace and not destruction. Stop flashing your cards to Europeans. It causes confusion. Remember, your card is for your salvation. 
failure to obey these orders will be a severe consequence. We are for love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. And when these principles are violated, justice must then take its course. Any member or group of members who hold malicious feelings towards the temple or the prophet or violate the divine covenant of the Moorish movement will receive their rewards from Allah for their unjust deeds. All true Moors will and must obey the law laid down to them by their prophet. If they, leave, if they lose confidence in their prophet, they should turn in their card and button, cease wearing their turban and fez, and return to the state where either prophet found you. This is a holy and divine movement founded by the prophet Noble Jew Ali, and the prophet is not right, the temple is not right. The prophet, therefore, is sending out a divine plea to all Moorish Americans. They do their part in protecting the prophet and the temple. This is an everlasting movement founded by the prophet through the will of Allah to redeem his people from their sinful ways. Peace, Noble Jew Ali. To the members of the Moorish Science Temple of America, Islam, this is instructions from your prophet, Noble Zhu Ali. Be faithful unto your forefather divine and national creed that you will be blessed for your good deeds that you sow in the flesh. Allah is the one that judges the world, and this judgment is on now, but the weak can comprehend it not. The end of times are drawing near, so says Allah to his divine prophet. I, Noble Juali, and that is why many hearts have turned to the stone. Many have eyes to see, but cannot see, ears to hear, but cannot hear. Least they'll be confounded of their sins. These are the trying hours now, dear Moors, and every evil spirit is moving, and they are trying every weak mind to overthrow and drag out the true foundation that has been laid and to cause confusion in the minds of the ones that do believe. But if you have the true love of Allah and the spirit of your forefathers, you fear not what you hear or see, but will sacrifice the utmost of your very life to protect your movement and your profit. Watch your enemies, dear Morris. Your enemies are the ones that speak against your prophet and ridicule him to the very lowest. And the ones that speak against your divine and national principles of your temples. Act accordingly, and Allah will bless you for your good work. Peace, your divine prophet, Noble Juali. Islam, Islam, Islamism. Happy Holiday, Muslims. And I just wanted to add on this last part of the writs on the to the members of the more science temple of america that is really something that we need to study as moorish americans because it says a lot islam happy holiday islam brother and gratitude uh right uh sister lachelle would you please read our additional laws Islam. I give perfect and all praise to the great Father God Allah. I give honors to our holy and divine prophet, Noble Ali. I give honors to Marcus Messiah Barbie for his great works as the forerunner of the prophet. I give honors 
to all the Muslims on the call and all Muslims around the world. Questionary and additional laws for the Moorish Americans by the Prophet Noble Joali. Act one, grand sheiks and governors and heads of all temples, all business, each said temple must be approved by the Prophet Noble Joali before acting upon by any members, let it be finance, property, or any line of life that will cause the members to sacrifice finance, ETC, that will cause the support of any group of members. Any former officer that violates these laws is subject to be removed from his office under a heavy restriction, ETC by the profit or the grand sheet. Act two, all members are to attend their EDEP meetings and their public meetings promptly. If a member is found standing around on their meeting period shall be fined 50 cents on the first case, and on the second, he will be fined $1, which will go on your emergency fund. If member is working, his monthly dues must be paid. And if he has money in the bank, he must subscribe for as much as he is able to the Morsh uplifting funds because it takes finance to uplift the nation. Act three, it is the lawful and divine duty of every good member if he is able in finance to aid me in saving the nation. And if he does not, he is an enemy to the cause of uplifting his own people and justice must catch you. Let it be he or she according to love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice as I have the power invested in my hands and I would have to enforce the law in order to save the nation. Act four, all members while up making a public speech must not use any assertion against the American flag or speak radical against the church or any member of any organized group because we're to teach love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. Act five, all members must promptly attend their meetings and send their children to Sunday school. And the teacher must confirm itself to the questionnaire and let every member exercise his five senses who is able to do so because out from your Sunday school comes the guiders of the nation. Act six, with us all members must proclaim because these names were given to slaves by slaveholders in 1779 and lasted until 1865 during the time of slavery. But this is a new era of time now, and all men now must proclaim their free national name to be recognized by the government in which they live and the nations of the earth. This is the reason why Allah, the great God of the universe, ordained Nobutu Ali, the prophet, to redeem his people from their sinful ways. The Moorish Americans are the descendants of the ancient Moabites who inhabited the northwestern and southwestern shores of Africa. Act seven, all members must promptly attend their meetings and become a part and a parcel of all uplifting acts of the Moorish Science Temple. Members must pay their dues and keep in mind with all necessities of the Moorish Science Temple, then you're entitled to the name of faithful. Husband, you must support your wife and children. Wife, you must obey your husband and take care of your children and look after the duties of your household. Sons and daughters must obey father and mother and be industrious and become part of the uplifting of fallen humanity. All Moorish Americans must keep their hearts and minds filled with love and their bodies clean with water. This divine covenant is from your holy prophet, Noble Juali, through the guidance of his father God, Allah. Islam, happy holy day, Muslims. Right, Islam and gratitude, sister. Um... Today, we're going to be reading from chapter three. Um, I want to speak about a couple things in particular. And um, <clears throat> um, a lot of times we try to see 
Well, uh, really, we, we want to see the lessons from more than just one point of view. A lot of times we try to look at things to get the spiritual point of view, maybe an esoteric meaning to see what what's what's being said to us on um, a spiritual level. But also we want to take the practical meanings from what the prophet is giving us. And I want to speak on that today uh, before we go <laughs> into chapter three. I want to speak a little bit from Morris literature book. So as we look into Morris literature, if you are able to, please go to think this over you Morris. <clears throat> Hopefully everybody can hear. If you don't have a Morris literature book, <clears throat> you could just look at the screen. Okay, we have this up. Think this over you, Moors. All sheiks, grand sheiks, must prepare for the prophet before he comes to visit them. Must see to it that all is clean and in perfection as far as comfort is possible. Is possible. Or otherwise, don't arrange to have his presence. All members should pay from 25 cents to 50 cents weekly towards the emergency fund. This fund will increase so that it will soon amount to the grand sum of $1,000. That is, if you are loyal, Morris, excuse me. The emergency fund goes into the bank. The treasurer will tend to the responsibility of seeing that the money is in the bank. <clears throat> yes and under the name of the Morris Science Temple of America Finance. When needed, act according to the law pertaining to the procedure of performing an emergency act. No head of any temple is, of any said temple, is to borrow from any member more than five to $10 unless by notification of the profit, the necessity for the loan. When any said temple desires to purchase property, they must first notify the grand body or the prophet, and it must be purchased under the name of the Morris Science Temple of America or Noble Drew Ali. Any individual name should never be applied. I, Noble Drew Ali, am responsible for all finance. So therefore, let I, the prophet, know Recording what is on progress. me. <clears throat> Some of you have slipped and slipped drastically. So you had better lace up your shoes before I get there. <clears throat> Excuse me. Everything, every business transaction or anything pertaining to finance is to be transacted in the name of the Moore Science Temple of America or Noble Drew Ali. We Moors must maintain a grand treasurer just as in the days of our forefathers. Then you are a nation. Until then, you are nothing. The emergency fund is issued by no book, but by an emergency card punched according to the contribution, then marked on book. That is the law and the law must live. The government is behind me and I must get behind you for I must uphold and enforce the law. My mission is to save you Moors. The heads of all temples, grand sheiks and grand sheikists must confirm to the divine principles of love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice, 
They must live the life among the members and be loved, even as the prophet is loved. They must not practice the principle of segregation among any group in his or her temple. Let it be he or she that is head of any temple of the more science temple of America, that if there should come any grievance that cannot be settled by the head, notify the prophet at once. <clears throat> no member is to attend ADEP chamber that has not lived a moral and clean life and has not paid his or her dues or assessments, providing that he or she is working or, or he or she is working or able, cannot consider himself more. But traitors must be excluded from the books of having fair trial by the head of their temple, and that must be sent into the grand body and all members that are able to subscribe towards the uplifting fund because it takes finance to uplift the nation. <clears throat> and those that are able and fail to act are not Moors, but traitors to their cause and trust and their nation and are not allowed to share all the Moorish honors. And the penalty is, it is embezzlement of the faith of our creed. All heads of all temples must observe these laws by the prophet. And I just wanted to read that just in case you've never um, read that before. Um, I do advise everyone to look over the Moorish literature. Um, let me know if you have any questions or if there's anything in the Moorish literature that you would like to go over or speak about. But um, that's from Think This Over You Moors. I just wanted to speak about that or just to read that, actually. Um, and then also I want to read from the Moorish Science Temple of America in that same book. <clears throat> All right. And... um. The Morris Science Temple of America was founded by the prophet Noble Drew Ali. Aside from the fact that it is a legally organized religious corporation, it is building on human needs to the undesirable, this, un, this desirable end. In time, legitimate means will be found to dispense charity and provide for the mutual assistance of its members in times of distress. <coughs> Excuse me to aid in the improvement of health and to encourage the ownership of better homes. To find employment for our members to teach those fundamental principles which are desired for our civilization, such as obedience to law, respect and loyalty to government, tolerance and unity. It is most earnestly hoped that the Morris Science Temple of America will not in any way be confused with any back to Africa movement, such as not in Important insofar as American citizens or our group of our group colonizing Africa are concerned. <clears throat> we of the Moore Science Temple of America, like countless other American citizens, know that we must live together here in America in harmony, friendship, and goodwill. Whatever our race and creed may be, it is only from a purely religious standpoint, it seems at this time that we differ from a large number of our fellow Americans. We believe in and foster the Muslim religion. We believe in the principles of its teachings. In so far, they can be adapted to American life. We feel that the Christian religion is all right for those who prefer it. In America, religious freedom is guaranteed all under the Constitution. We are interested in freeing ourselves and our children 
from our greatest economic, our greatest plight, economic slavery. We believe this can best be done by encouraging, patronizing, and establishing our own business enterprises and cultivating our own acres of land. We welcome into our folds men and women of all groups, of all sections, all trades, occupations, and professions of sound mind and good character. We are friends and servants of humanity. We are dedicated to the purpose of elevating the moral, social, and economic status of our people. We have set about to do this through a wide and comprehensive program embodying the principles of love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. So um, you're getting a good idea of what the Moore Science Temple of America is about here. Um, what we're dedicated to, we're friends and servants of humanity. We're dedicated to the purpose of elevating the moral, social, and economic status of our people. And we're friends and servants of humanity. But we've set about to do this through a wide and comprehensive program embodying those five divine principles. And so it's saying in here, we welcome into our folds, but it's not saying everybody. We want men and women of all of our group, of all sections, right? All trades, no matter what jobs, how high, how low, whatever, right? All trades, occupations, and professions, but it also says of sound mind and good character. Why? Because we have to build our nation. We don't have mental health institutions that are Moorish American owned and operated that are operating off the divine principles. That's not just drugging people up. You know, we don't have all of that stuff yet. We don't have places for the criminals to go to, to rehabilitate them or execute them. You know, we, we, and I mean, just, you just have to keep it real. Cause there's some people, some crimes that people do that, you don't really want those people coming back into society, do you? Especially if they did something to children. We don't have that. So it's saying we welcome, okay, yeah, all different trades and okay, but of sound mind and good character. We need decent people. Sound mind and good character. Because we have to build our nation. So it's not like we you know, like in that picture, right? You know, the picture that was up here, right? The prophets leading the people from desolation into salvation. He set up the program. That's how he's leading you. So the people have to come and build this salvation. We have to build our nation. So we don't want all the derelicts and all the people of not of sound mind and good character. Because they're not going to come in and build anything. They're going to come in and find ways to cheat and steal from you. Find ways to try to get into your home so they can live there for free or mess with your children or something, right? We don't need those people. They can stay right there in Rome because that's where they want to be at anyway because that's how they live. And so that's why we have a program to weed those people out. If you can't come to a holy day class, but you're claiming to be a Muslim, what the prophet say? Don't claim to be a Muslim. Just keep it real. 
Muslims on that holy day all over the world are praying. They're in the mosque. You're Moorish American, you're at the temple. You're on Zoom or something, right? You hold to it, you make it a priority. Friday, Sunday, it's not a lot to ask. So the prophet gave us a program so that we can clean ourselves out, <clears throat> right? And so that we can be those people of sound mind and good character. And so that we can free ourselves from the greatest economic or the greatest plight, economic slavery. Because everybody's not going to come in and do that. Some people have their hands out. And it's like, why do you have your hands out? Nobody built the nation for us. You know, the prophet got it up and running and the Moors around him, he knew he was surrounded by snakes and scorpions. They couldn't wait to try to tear it down. Each of them trying to get their little piece of the pie. But how do we do this? So I want to go into chapter three because it always comes back to ourselves. It's not about all oh, those bad Moors out there, those Moors who, you know, who aren't going to do right now. It's, it's always about us, the people who are here. If it's three people here, those are the three people that's going to do it. We ain't worried about the ones who aren't going to do it. All right? Because if we weren't capable of doing it, we wouldn't even be here. So um, <clears throat> I'm not going to read the whole chapter, but I would advise you to go back and read the whole entire chapter, chapter three. It's just a, not a lot of verses, right? But I would advise you to go back and read that, but we're just gonna skip around a little bit. So, um, let's go down <clears throat> to verse 17. And here it says, Men seek salvation from an evil that they deem a living monster of the netherworld. And they have gods that are but demons in disguise, all powerful, yet full of jealousy and hate and lust, whose favors must be bought with costly sacrifice of fruits and of the lives of birds and animals and humankind. And yet these gods possess no ears to hear, no eyes to see, no heart to sympathize, no power to save. This evil is a myth. These gods are made of air, clothed and with shadows of a thought. The only devil, really wanted to focus on that, the only devil from which men must be redeemed is what? The only devil from which man must be redeemed is self, the lower self. If man would find his devil, he must look within his name itself. <clears throat> if man would find his savior, he must look within. And when the demon self has been dethroned, the savior, love will be exalted to the throne of power. The David of the light is purity who slays the strong Goliath of the dark and seats the savior love upon the throne. So if we, if we wanna find our devil, we must look within. It's our, it's our own self, our own lower self, but also the Savior is within. This is why, too, we're not looking to blame anyone for the positions we're in or why the movement isn't going like it should be. No, no, everything is in divine order. 
as soon as we get right, <clears throat> everything goes to our favor. So if things aren't where we want it to be at, it's because we aren't where we claim that we want to be at. We aren't doing what we claim. Um, we aren't carrying out the actions to produce the fruits, the results that we claim that we want. Okay? Going back up to verse 5, it says there are two cells, the higher and the lower self. The higher self is human spirit clothed with soul made in the form of a law. Now, remember, in Genesis, after God created the earth, after God created everything, what did he do? What did he do on that last day, the Sabbath day? What did he do? He rested. He rested. And we speak about this. Now, I could be wrong, but did anywhere in the Bible did it say, hey, hey, y'all, hold up. God just woke up. Remember, he rested after he created the everything. Well, now he woke up. Does it ever say that God woke up? It never says that he woke up because God woke up as his creation. Okay. God went to sleep and became his creation. That's why they say you're unconscious. You woke. He didn't wake up. You went to sleep and became the creation with thoughts of Allah. So these thoughts of Allah thought that they were human. You fully have to buy in. You have to believe that you're a dolphin to live life as a dolphin swimming through the ocean. Right. Did you know the dolphins, they, they always have to like have their eyes open because they're in the ocean. <laughs> and it, they're vulnerable. They have to be able to see what's going on around them. So you have to, these thoughts of Allah had to really buy in and think that it's a dolphin. They have to think it's a tree. It had to think that it's you. It had to think that it's me. So they, the creator went to sleep and became his creation. But that higher self, that human spirit clothed with soul, made in the form of Allah, is still there. But since you went to sleep, you became human. So that lower self, if the higher self is in there, quiet, not really saying anything, just recording this experience, then this carnal self, this body of desires came to the forefront and started making all the decisions. So that's where we're at. The lower self, the carnal self, the body of desires is a reflection of higher self distorted by the murky ethers of the flesh. The lower self is an illusion and will pass away. The higher self is a lie in man and will not pass away. The higher self is the embodiment of truth. The lower self is truth reversed. And so is falsehood manifest. And so this lower self, as it says, soon became a foe that man must fight. Why? Because eventually, we must realize our true nature. And if the lower self is the one that is at the forefront making all the decisions, then we have to do some work to overcome it. So this is why it said it's stated in our Quran that it became a foe that we must fight. Islam, uh, Brother Kobe, I yield the floor. Islam, Grant, she got get the highest praise of great God Allah and our prophet noble Ali. I just wanted to add in on that. Uh, it this is very deep. Uh, it, it's the doing the lower self, 
as well as understanding in life, the lower self is running rampant. And it's not like individual lower self running rampant, just the vibration of what we're dealing with. It runs through that. And the only way, and, and, and it's a practice, and I would give, I would tell any more, do this practice, it will really work. Uh, the 40 day that worked as well as just thinking positive mind tone on whatever situation that environment gives you and that's our healing Islam Islam brother Islam and gratitude and um, just going back into the uh, Moorish literature we're just uh, reading. <laughs> so this lower self is strong. It came to the forefront. It's running rampant. The prophet gave us a program, right? A wide and comprehensive program embodying the principles of love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice to set things right so that we can begin to subdue the beast. But it doesn't work if we don't work the program. That's why I'm saying, Moors, Muslims, if we claim to be Muslims, we have to hold to it. We, if we can't set aside just a little bit of time every week, right? Just to meet, to go over the Quran, to go over this wide and comprehensive program. What are we doing? If we can't do that, our are we setting aside time every day to pray, to meditate? Probably not. Islam is playing doing... a fool by half. You we say that again, brother. We are playing a fool by half. Islam. Islam. And yeah, if we're, if we're not doing it, I mean, who do we think is going to do it? Are, are we putting it on our children now? Like, okay, um, I'm going to just pass it on down to you. Maybe you figure this stuff out, right? Like, what, what are we doing? Who's going to do it? Nobody's going to come and do it for us. Nobody, definitely nobody's going to come and, and conquer your lower self for you, right? <laughs> if we don't do it this time around, you're just going to have to try again, you know? Maybe even a whole lifetime, a whole nother lifetime. So it's like this is, this is a personal uh, measure, but also as a collective. This is something the prophet created a program where we can do it as a collective, all right? And um, the prophet did not give us this mystical devil this outside of ourselves that we could blame, right? He, he didn't give it. He didn't give us this mystical devil, you know, that's out there, this spooky, invisible thing. He said, the only devil from which man must be redeemed is self, the lower self. If man will find his devil, he must look within. His name is self. So the prophet didn't, you know, he didn't, Anyone that's trying to tell us that the, the white man is the devil, right? Look over there. Blame it on them. They're leading you astray. Pointing over there, blaming someone else. It's like, how can we blame anybody outside of ourselves? Like, <clears throat> does the white man make us late all the time? Is the, is the white man the one that makes us undependable or untrustworthy? 
Like we we can't blame anybody. Has anybody here, anybody here ever been burned? When you you're trying to work with your own people, trying to hire your own people. Have you ever tried to hire your own people, and and they they try to take advantage of that? Not even doing a good job, being late. And that's the Negro mentality, right? The Negro mentality is to take advantage of that. Oh, they give me a chance, you know, because we we both black. So they're going to try to get over, not do a good job. Just be, find some way to be unreasonable, right? And some, some will do this, only do this to other Asiatics. But then if someone of European descent hires them, they're going to give them their best service. They wouldn't dare do the things that they'll do around you. Islam, brother Kobe. Islam, as much Americans, you are what you know and not what you told. So we we study that, we practice that. And that is us. They you know what I'm saying that is our ancestors and that is all of us that when I'm doing anything, I'm doing it on my five principles. I love truth, peace, freedom, and justice. And then I also look at the aspect of who I am from my ancestors, Islam. Islam, brother, Islam. So um, just in alignment with what you said, like Moors are supposed to do the opposite, right? Like Moors, and it's not that we're to give bad service to certain people. Now, Moors are supposed to be the opposite. We should be known for being trustworthy, known for being hard workers, right? We should even maybe even have a little extra motivation to, to be great, to do a great job when we're serving each other, working with our own bloodline, right? We're to be noble, yes. And um, I'm not even sitting up here saying this like I'm speaking about other people, anyone else, because I even have to check myself, right? Um, doing some work for somebody, a cousin, and I'm taking longer to do it than I should. And I have to get right, like, okay, let, let, you know, don't matter, I, you know, what it, what I'm going through, trying to get it done, frustrated. No, I got to get this done. I give you another example. Um, because I've met Moors that take this seriously. They take the prophets program seriously, and um, I even had to check myself for being late on a meeting. It was a minister's meeting. And I was just like maybe like four minutes late, you know. And the Moors said something about it too because everybody else was on time or, or, or early, which is unheard of for Negroes, right? The boys, the boys were on there early. They five minutes early, 10 minutes early. They ready, ready for the meeting, ready to go because this is what Moors do. And they're setting the example. <clears throat> and um, the prophet set us up to go in a different direction, to do everything differently. Moors are supposed to have different standards than Negroes. I give you some examples of the standards that Negroes have. There's a book um, by Richard <clears throat> B. Moore, M-O-O-R-E. It was put out in 1960. It's called The Name Negro and Its Origin and Evil Use. And when you're reading this book, like you see the mentality that went along with this creation of the Negro. 
even has a quote in here from the book, The Negro, a Beast, or In the Image of God. And it says, the Negro, a beast, but created with articulate speech in hands that he may be of service to his master, the white man. <laughs> in his book, he's making the case why we should never use that terminology, which, I mean, if you're reading this, it's like, well, why ain't, why ain't you coming to the temple, brother? Like, what? But um, anyway, he, he's making a case, and he does a good job in here. Um, he's got some of his. Islam Moore is not sure what happened. Um, but he's got some examples in here. Uh, Uh, just uh, reading from this book, he's given some quotes on how Negro was used. Negro may be defined as a word used as a stigma or symbol, which is characteristic of inferiority. It must clearly be clearly understood that this word pertains only to the color black. It is not synonymous with a man. It does not mean man. It is a word not only used not only as a tool, but as a nickname for the people of the black race. And it fosters ideas of inferiority. Negro has been made one of the most disgraceful, disgraceful words in the English language. It is infamous and abominable, but the black man does not realize how harmful this word is. He has lost sight of the demoralizing aspect of the word and consoles himself with the thought, well, no matter what I'm called, I'm still a man. Uh, <clears throat> he's given examples um, from the European Encyclopedia says Negro is vicious um, look now at the Universal Illustrated European Psych Encyclopedia rather recently published by Espasa Calpe South America volume 38 the word Negro is said to mean vicious or perverse in speaking of the soul of the heart and the feelings it says, similarly, to wash a Negro's head is figuratively and commonly used, meaning to waste time uselessly. To uh, Likewise, to get as much at, at the, as the Negro got out of the sermon generally expresses not to get any benefit from certain advice, doctrines, or models, as they say was the case with a Negro who went to hear a sermon. Notably, to work like a Negro is to work hard like a slave, and to treat someone like a Negro is to treat them with cruelty, and contempt. Um, I could go on and on in here. Um, it's got um, terrible uses. Negro is basically evil in French, negre. Um, it just goes on and on. Uh, one last example from the book that was just saying, give a dog a bad name and you won't need to do the killing. Just shout mad dog and others will kill it surely, right? So. Um, not only did this book have just highlight some of the evil usage of the word Negro, but also the mentality, the inferiority, the untrustworthiness, <laughs> just general um, bad char characteristics that go along with it. And these are things that we've internalized. And I'll just show you uh, real briefly some examples of how. All right. And this is why. We have a comprehensive program. I'm gonna go right back to that from the Moorish literature. <clears throat> the prophet gave us a comprehensive program 
to undo that, right? But you have so many examples. Just there's a word you may not have heard of this before, but niggard, niggard, niggardly, right? There was actually a um, the uh, the mayor of Washington D.C.'s aide. He was a of European to say he used the word niggardly to describe something, and he wound up having to um, resign from office, right? Because it was it was seen as offensive, but he was using it in the dictionary, you know, definition, right? In in that terminology, but niggard means a stingy or ungenerous person, ungenerous, niggardly, right? Just extremely, um, you know, negative connotations. Everything there's. There's several words that have that Negro nigger um, terminology in them. There's controversies about that word. That's why the guy had to step down. <laughs> but you can see there's so much that goes along with just that that um, mentality, right? Uh, the word niggle, <laughs> which in modern usage means to give excessive attention to minor details. Right. There's so many just things that go along with this that are um, just negative in connotation. And um, there's a whole mentality that goes along with this. Right. Um, you see here, it's got some example of some song called the niggardly nigger from 1900, a coon song. And when you go into here, you look at what it says about coon songs. So they used to have the minstrel shows with the people of European descent, they put on a black face and this was real popular, man. They loved that stuff. They were doing it from 1880 to around 1920, right? Doing these blackface performances, um, playing up all of these negative aspects of, you know, so-called black people. Okay. And, um, this stuff was popular. All of these things were popular. One of these songs really affected Marcus Garvey. Every race has a flag but the coon, right? So they made this music. It was super popular. They played up all these negative stereotypes, as it says here, watermelon and chicken-loving rural, rural buffoons, right? Ignorant, indolent, devoid of honesty or personal honor, given to drunkenness and gambling utterly without ambition, sensuous, right? <laughs> like just extremely negative, right? Gambling, hustling, rather than working to earn a living. This stuff sounds like rap music, right? They don't have to do the blackface caricature of our people anymore because you have all of these, you know, the modern day coons are the rappers. They do it. They play this stuff up. So all of these negative aspects, they take it on. They make it look cool. So now our people, instead of like this example that's up here, where it says sheet music to my honey gal, my honey gal, right? And this is these are people in blackface. But it says sheet music to my honey gal. Coon song suggested that the most common living arrangement for blacks was a honey relationship, unmarried cohabitation rather than marriage. <clears throat> Even though at that point in time, right, early 1900s, late 1800s, 
I mean, y'all seen the pictures. I always show the pictures of our people in the 1920s. They were getting married. But what were they doing? What were the Europeans doing? Painting us in this negative um, stereotype. We had honey relationships, unmarried, right? We not honorable at all, you know? Not saying that those scenarios didn't take place then. Just saying they play that up. And now it's our people taking it and running with it. Like, this is what we do. They, they make it seem cool, right? This is what we do. So our own people are playing this stuff up and selling it back to us. Like, this is the way to be. The prophet had a totally different program for us. Getting rid of all of that trash. Islam, I yield the floor to Sister Douglas Hill. Islam, first and foremost, I'd like to rise and give perfect praise to our Father God, Allah, honors to his prophet, Noble Drali, honors to the forerunners of the prophet, Marcus Mosai Garvey, honors to the first appointed Supreme Barashik, our brother, E. Nili and honors to all you Muslims in attendance and everything more. Um, I just want to add, like, when you were reading that, it, it made me think about how the mind is so powerful that whatever you feed it, it will manifest. So when the same thing, if we're telling the child that they're bad, that child is going to be bad, especially like with the way, like the so-called black culture, like growing up down South, everything that's like terrible and bad, we play it up to be something good and, and like, funny so that's most of the people's goal you know is is to be a clown you know or a gangster or a thug because that's what everybody seems to be looking up to and you know moving around as a child like I saw the difference in the culture coming from a place like New York and going down south it was it was a culture shock to me because you know, the people talk different, they act different, but most importantly, like the stuff that we were learning in school was kind of behind, you know? So I, I was bored a lot of times and I would get in trouble because it's like a lot of this, like in New York, we are learning global, global studies. And when I went, you know, down South, they're like, we don't have this class here, you know, like <laughs> type stuff. So I feel like I had to go backwards and take myself down, you know, j just to, just to be down there. And I'm saying this for a reason because in the South, the prophet told us, first of all, to get out of the South and get all your family out the South, right? And he also said like he traveled through the South and it is the work of our people. And what he was referring to is that, that mentality, that, that Negro mentality is, is potent in the South. I mean, it's alive all over the, the nation, but when you go to the South, it, it's, it's even more ghetto. It's even more, you know, trifling to, to the next level where it's like, wow, you know, whatever was done to our people down here, you know, this is where, this is the core, the root of the poison. And as our people started moving out of the South, you know, going, going to the Midwest and up North and the West, like they started taking those views 
you know, and, and that culture with them. And so it spread, it, it spread like, like a cancer kind of. And so like, no matter where we go, we, because we're observant and we're, you know, we're conscious, we can see it, we can spot it, right? But it's, it's kind of different everywhere you go. Cause like up here in Columbus, you know, as, as we learn the city and, and, and go to different, different neighborhoods, we're like, I haven't really seen a real ghetto like down South or even projects like, like in New York here. You know, I mean, even the, the poor communities, they know how to read, you know, like down South, like the people don't know how to read for real. And so I was like, they're, they're a little more educated up here. And it's because of the, how you call it, the mixing, I think. So the standards are higher. So the people are, even though there's racism, the people are still kind of urged to do better, to be better, you know? And it's crazy because when you think of the programming that has happened to our people, you know, we, we have to come to an agreement with, with everyone because we can't say, this is what the European did to our people. We could say that in the South and it is gonna be agreed upon across the board, but up here, these people got European grandmas and European parents, you know, and, and some of them, you know, they just look like regular Asiatic people who don't look mixed. So they feel a different type of way when we talk like this. So we're gonna to have to come up with a, a message that is like a global message because the prophet did say not to teach hate, you know, we, we do love everybody, you know, we, we respect everybody, but we also have to be aware and stick to our principles and the, the information that we learn so that we could be protected in our own sense. So we, I think it's time for us to start reaching out with, with the message and talking to people and kind of bringing them in and explaining these things, you know, to them so that people can start to, to wake up and open their eyes on, on the level that they can kind of process. Islam, I yield the floor. Right, Islam and gratitude for sharing. Um, did somebody else have their hand up? Okay, it's not. All right. Um, Islam. Um, <clears throat> that's uh, that, the main thing I was just showing just um, in here was just with the the portrayal, the way that our people were being portrayed in the late 1800s, early 1900s. Eventually, our people took that stuff on. And we took on a Negro mentality and made it something that was real. Because when they were saying, you know, singing this in the 1800s, 1900s, talking about my honey gal, we looking for a honey relationship. We weren't doing that. We were getting married. Most of us were, not everybody. It was some, it was some um, you know, some shameful people out there doing shameful stuff, but they would look down on. They weren't praised. So they sang about it, 
And then eventually somehow our people took it on and think it's cool and promote it. They, it says here, they, these people, uh, the, the Coon songs were delivered by Coon shouters who were typically white women, right? They were in blackface and they called them Coon shouters and they're doing this stuff, you know, putting out these negative images. Okay. And, um, <laughs> it just razors were often featured in the songs and came to symbolize black blacks wanton tendencies violence in the songs right just like all this stuff we took it on so our own people made this their culture in islam as the uh brother hanzel said in the chat earlier for the life for us the life of a muslim is the higher self-life the way of the Negro is the life of the lower self. And that's the truth. Islam, brother, Yabe said spells. It's the truth. It's a spell. They did it. They shouted and sang about it for the longest. And eventually we took it on. And we now, you know, the coon, coon um, songs are being made by rappers nowadays. And this is the culture they have. And so Moore's. This is why, like, if we're not in the temple, if we're not getting with this comprehensive program that the prophet created, okay, <clears throat> the only other culture out here that's appealing to most young Asiatics is this mess. And now that it's real people that look like them that's doing it. And if it's not that, then they'll be copying, like, this stuff. You see this stuff? This just happened. <laughs> Some Asiatic boy on TikTok was going into people's houses, right? Just videotaping himself doing dumb stuff. I saw one, another one, I guess just today or yesterday. He he had a gasoline thing filled with water and he was like pouring it on people's cars, acting like he's going to light it on fire. And a European dude pulled that gun on him. He let him know how stupid he was. He's like, you almost died today. Right. So if they're not into that coon stuff, they're just doing stupid stuff just for no reason. And I'm only sharing this because this is what's popular. This is what's going on out there in the world. If we don't come in and make this work, no one else is going to do it for you. No one else is going to do it for your children. What else do your children have? You know, they have this Negro stuff, this Negro culture. That's it. OK, and that's only going to lead to destruction and downfall. Um, hopefully you're here. You understand when the prophet said, that, you know, put that in the Quran, the end of times and the fulfilling of the prophecies. It wasn't just, you know, something that sounds sensational. This is it. It's the end of an age. And there may be some tough um, transition that we're going to go through as humanity before we can emerge, right? And so that may mean that things get harder and rougher for people. And so why not come in, come in all the way, stop straddling the fence, Moors. Anyone that's out there that's unsure, still straddling the fence, come on, give it up. Come all the way in. Come all the way in and do this work, the work on yourself. Each and every one of us. I don't care what anyone else out there is telling you, especially if they're talking bad about the temple. Don't listen to that mess. 
especially if anybody's saying, oh, they're all about religion. They're not really doing nothing. Come on, man. Right? The only devil is self. We all have to clean ourselves up. Say we had everything that we need and we really building our own communities. We have all the resources and everything that we needed to do that, right? Who's going to live there? Who are we building it for? We just opening up the door. Hey, everybody, come on in. It's all good. That would be foolish. And it'll be, it'll be the ghetto, like, overnight. It'll be messed up. What needs to happen is this is how we live. We have law and order. This is what we do. This is how we conduct ourselves. We are civilized. You coming in here, you're going to get with this, or you can stay out there with your buddies. <clears throat> you can't be open to everybody. You got to come in. You got to come into Islam. What did the prophet say? We are returning the church and Christianity back to the European nations as it was prepared by their forefathers for their earthly salvation. We're not knocking it. And the Asiatics want to be in the church. That's fine. That's good. While we, the Moorish Americans, are returning to Islam, which was founded by our forefathers for our earthly and divine salvation. And in this day and time, this, you know, period that we're living in, there's no time to play around, no time to straddle the fence. Come all the way in, get with it. Let's get with the program. Let's do this work on our lower selves, individually and collectively, Moors and Moors. We hold to the holy day and the Sunday school, right? The prophet didn't make it extremely difficult for us to come in and to be faithful and trust that if we are faithful and do this work on ourselves, we will see the results of it. <clears throat> but it's not for everyone because there are many who still get kicks and, you know, have fun enjoying the ways of the Romans. All right. But there's no straddling the fence with the prophet. We, we either come all the way in or we just playing games, all right, at the end of the day. So I did want to share that and, and just speak on that. And um, I want to also open up the floor to any questions or comments, or if anyone would like to demonstrate, feel free to speak. I yield the floor. Islam. Islam. Islam, I wanted to add that as we elevate our consciousness and our thoughts and kind of just raise the ethers around us, things will start to change. We'll start to reflect what's within, you know, just like as above, also below, as within also is without of us. So we definitely have to be the examples we have to check ourselves and also, you know, hold ourselves accountable for our actions, our words, our thoughts, and our deeds. And that's what having a community is, you know, really about is so that we can work together and check each other because it's not always good enough to check yourselves because sometimes you're going to let yourself slide with certain things that somebody else ain't going to let happen. So, you know, we, we kind of need that, that teamwork. Islam, so um, community building 
is definitely, definitely important. And um, the more we come together, the more we work together, the more we attend our meetings, we, you know, will start to unfold a lot within us, you know, little by little, it should like, we should be, be um, changing. We should see like, especially other people, just like if you started to eat right and work out, you might not see the results that other people see, you know, cause like you see yourself every day. So you don't see the change. You don't really feel the change, but a couple weeks after, you know, being on your new routine and your good habits, you go out and see somebody who haven't seen you in a while. They'd be like, wow, you look great. You know, they could see the results. And it's the same thing when we change our mind state and, you know, we, we start to to kind of shine brighter, you know, that light that's within us start to shine brighter. And then other people who are um, on the same frequency will start to gravitate towards us because they want to know more, you know, they want to be more. And that should be the goal for all of us. Islam, I the floor. Islam, sister, um, I'm glad you said that we, like, we need to be the example. Um, like you were saying, when people will see you and they gravitate towards you. So they're not going to want to be, want to learn more from you if you're acting just like, you know, regular um, unconscious Asiatics, you know? Um, don't want to call anybody Negroes. It's just not funny. But, um, you know, I, I, I saw that myself. Um, like I was saying earlier, meeting with some Moors who, who are more serious and <laughs> take the prophet's uh, um, program seriously. I'm late to the meeting and like more. Why are you late? And I didn't think nothing of it because when I first joined, the Moors that I was around, they they'd be laid. They don't hold to their word. None of that stuff matters. But now you know when you're with Moors who take things more seriously, it's a whole different ball game. And I'm just saying that because this is how we need to be. Period. We need to take it more seriously and be more honorable and more upstanding. Right. And as we do that, people will see the difference. But we can't be coons. <laughs> you know, we can't live up to these stereotypes and then say that we're Moors because all we're doing is making Moorish Americans look bad. And on that note, I yield the floor. Islam, I see you, brother, hangs up. Yeah, Islam, I wanted to make a comment on um, number 23 of chapter 3, verse 23, when it says, David. Of the light is purity who slays the strong Goliath of the dark and seats the savior of love upon the throne. And so how I see David, I see David as like the higher self and Goliath as, you know, saying the lower self. And basically, you remember the story from the Bible, he had to do that alone. So we have to fight our lower self alone, even though we're going to have things to say that we shouldn't do it. We got to go against that. And also I see it says like, um, light and purity. I know you read something about, but I like being cut off or something like that. And I guess like the light represents, you know, saying Allah. And it says also you see here where it says to see, um, let me say, seats the savior love upon the throne. That's Allah. So basically, it's us basically seating ourselves and knowing who we are, and then we sit on the throne. And with that, I give up the mic. Islam, brother, and that also takes faith. You know, to trust that in doing this work, it's going to work out for the greatest good for each of us, <clears throat> you know, and, and giving in to the higher will, giving in to love, 
all of these things which this world teaches you no you can't be like that right we have to go in the opposite direction of what the world is telling us to do islam brother um does anyone else have any questions or any comments islam islam brother I rise to my highest heights, giving all perfect praises to our Father God, Allah, and honors to all the prophets. I just wanted to, Brother Haynes out, every time he asks a question, every time he makes a statement or a question, it's like a, um, it always sparked a little additional question in my mind. So I always wanted to, I always wanted to say that and give thanks to that brother. Um, he made something spark in my mind. Um, when he said that um, David of the light, it, David takes the throne or overthrow Goliath, as it says in our, um, our Quran. So the question I would have is this, or the thought is this, when you in your nigger state or the lower self, or if let's say when you're drunk, because this happened to me many a times in the past, it's almost like you're on autopilot or you black out and you don't remember what happened. It's not your higher self that's normally in guidance of yourself. And then you, you wake up and you don't know what happened. You might be somewhere else with whomever. That, that is, and my thought would be Goliath taking the throne. So it is up to us to overthrow that lower self and put the proper self, which is the higher self, in its proper place. I just, it just came to my mind. I just wanted to add on to that Islamism and thank you for the thought, my brother. Peace and love. Islam, gratitude to you both. And um, <clears throat> yeah, like from an Islamic standpoint, looking at alcohol, that that just strengthens the lower self. Like you said, that, that makes the lower self Goliath, you know? Like you said, like with blacking out, just, you know, being on autopilot. That's also why true Muslims aren't supposed to have anything to do with alcohol. They're not supposed to have nothing to do with it. They're not supposed to create it. They're not supposed to sell it. Definitely not supposed to drink it, but they're not even supposed to be, you know, participating in the selling of it, which obviously we see people that claim to be practicing Islam. They come to this country and they have no problem coming into our neighborhoods and selling alcohol, all right? But they're, no matter what they say, no matter how they try to um, configure it, because the, typically, you know, you'll have many, many um, Arabs who will come and try to figure out ways to say, that, oh, they're doing nothing wrong. They're not supposed to have anything to do with it, right? It's evil because it impairs our thoughts. And we, we're not, you know, able to operate properly or even think from our higher self. So, you know, yeah, but yeah, I'm glad you said that. Islam, I yield the floor. Um, I'll just say that one last time. If anyone has any questions or any uh, comments, anything you would like to demonstrate, Please feel free to speak. Otherwise, we will go into the closing of the meeting. And on that note, Islam. I yield the floor. Islam. 
This is on Grand Sheik. I had a question. I put it in. I just put something in the um in the chat, but it made me it made me think of another question I wanted to ask, or at least put it on the floor. I always wondered um, why do they always when they sell alcohol at the state stores? Why it says wine and spirits, so the alcohol is being spirits. So is it bad spirits? Because it can't be good spirits that's going in you, but it's just a thought. Or what does it do to your spirit? It's it's just a thought that I, I just always wondered that. Islam, and why would anybody want to open themselves up to possession? <laughs> you know, and, and that because that's that's the question. You know that we may never have the answer to. What are you opening yourselves up to? <clears throat> you know, what's out there waiting on you to um, dull your mind even more, so that. Something else could use your body as a vessel, right? So it's like, why, why would we even participate in that? Makes no sense. But um, Islam <laughs> on that. So um, we we definitely are not supposed to be participating, you know. And at least, it, and hopefully, I mean, I know everybody, you know, isn't perfect and all but it, you know at least keeping this in mind you know don't don't become an alcoholic right if you are drinking keep this in mind that this is something that we don't really want to participate in you know if you're doing it socially or something like that please keep it at a minimum right because we know and this is to our detriment ultimately it's not working for our greater good Islam. And on that note, I yield the floor. Um, if there's any last questions or comments, please feel free to speak now. Okay, all right, Islam, if there's no questions or comments, we're going to go ahead and go into the closing of the meeting. Before we close out, we will read the divine warning, so uh, don't go anywhere, Morris. A divine warning by the prophet for the nations. The citizens of all free national governments, according to their national constitution, one family bearing one free national name those who fail to recognize the free national name of their constitutional government are classed as undesirables and are subject to all inferior names and abuses and mistreatments that the citizens care to bestow upon them and it is a sin for any group of people to violate the national constitutional laws of a free national government and cling to the names and the principles that delude to slavery I, the prophet, was prepared by the great God, Allah, to warn my people to repent from their sinful ways and go back to the state of mind, to their forefathers' divine and national principles, that they will be law abiders and receive their divine right as citizens according to the free national constitution that was prepared for all free national beings. They are to claim their own free national name and religion. There is but one issue for them to be recognized by this government and of the earth, 
and it comes only through the connection of the Moorish Divine National Movement, which is incorporated in this government and recognized by all other nations of the world. And through it, they and their children can receive their divine rights unmolested by other citizens that they can cast a free national ballot at the polls under the free national constitution of the state's government and not under a granted privilege, as has been the existing condition for many generations. You who doubt whether I, the prophet, and my principles are right for the redemption of my people, go to those that know the law, in the city hall, and among the officials in your government, and ask them under an intelligent tone, and they will be glad to render you a favorable reply for they are glad to see me bring you out of darkness into light. Money doesn't make the man. It is free national standards and power that makes a man and a nation. The wealth of all national governments, gold and silver and commerce, belong to the citizens alone. And without your national citizenship, by name and principles, you have no true wealth. And I am hereby calling on all true citizens that stand for a national free government and the enforcement of the Constitution to help me in my great missionary work because I need all support from all true American citizens of the United States of America. Help me to save my people who have fallen from the constitutional laws of the government. I am depending on your support to get them back to the constitutional fold again that they will learn to love instead of hate and will live according to love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice, supporting our free national constitution of the United States of America. I love my people and I desire their unity and mine back to their own free national and divine standard because day by day they have been violating the national and constitutional laws of their government by claiming names and principles that are unconstitutional. If Italians, Greeks, English, Chinese, Japanese, Turks, and Arabians are forced to proclaim their free national name and religion before the constitutional government of the United States of America, it is no more than right that the law should be enforced upon all other American citizens alike. In all other governments, when a man is born and raised there and asks for his national descent name, and if he fails to give it, he is misused, imprisoned, or exiled. Any group of people that fail to answer up to the constitutional standards of law by name and principles, because to be a citizen of any government, you must claim your national descent name, because they place their trust upon issue and names formed by their forefathers. The word Negro deludes in the Latin language to the word nigger. The same as the word colored deludes to anything that is painted, varnished, and dyed and every nation must bear a national descent name of their forefathers because honoring thy fathers and thy mothers your days will be lengthened upon this earth these names have never been recognized by any true american citizens of this day through your free national name you are known and recognized by all nations of the earth that are recognized by said national government in which they live the 14th and 15th amendments brought the North and South in unit, placing the Southerners, who were at that time without power, with the constitutional body of power. And at that time, 1865, the free national constitutional law that was enforced since 1774 declared all men equal and free. And if all men are declared 
by the free national constitution to be free and equal since that constitution has never been changed there is no need for the application of the 14th and 15th amendments for the salvation of our people and citizens so there isn't but one supreme issue for my people to use to redeem that which was lost and that is through the above statements then the lion and the lamb can lie down together in yonder hills and neither will be harmed because love truth peace freedom and justice will be reigning in this land in those days the united states will be one of the greatest civilized and prosperous governments of the world but if the above principles are not carried out by the citizens and my people in this government the worst is yet to come because the great god of the universe is not pleased with the works that are being performed in north america by my people and this great sin must be removed from the land to save it from enormous earthquakes disease etc and i the prophet do hear and believe that this administration of the government being more wisely prepared by more genius citizens that believe in their free national constitution and laws and through the help of such classes of citizens i the prophet truly believe that my people will find the true and divine way of their forefathers and learn to stop serving carnal customs and merely ideas of man that have never done them any good but have always harmed them so i the prophet am hereby calling aloud with the divine plea to all true american citizens to help me to remove this great sin which has been committed and is being practiced by my people in the united states of america because they know it is not the true and divine way and without understanding they have fallen from the true light into utter darkness of sin and there is not a nation on earth today that will recognize them socially religiously politically or economically etc in their present condition of their endeavorment in which they themselves try to force upon a civilized world they will not refrain from their sinful ways of action and their deeds have brought jim crowism segregation and everything that brings harm to human beings on earth and they fought the southerner for all these great misuses but i have traveled in the south and have examined conditions there and it is the works of my people continuously practicing the things which bring dishonor disgrace and disrespect to any nation that lives the life and i am hereby calling on all true american citizens for moral support and finance to help me in my great missionary work to bring from the prophet all right islam moors um <clears throat> want to announce without further ado we're going to go into the closing of the meeting um just a last couple of announcements. Um, Brother J. Cole Bay will be chairing our Sunday school meeting on May 28th. That is uh, May 28th. Is that next? Okay, that's, uh, yeah, that's next Sunday. So it's after this Sunday, May 28th. Also, um, make sure uh, you go to our website, moorishamericans.com. That's the website for our temple here in Columbus, Ohio. You can send a donation to our temple. The button's on there at the bottom of the page. Anyone's interested in joining, proclaiming, you can um, use the resources on there. You can also contact us. Anyone that's actually ready to <clears throat> join, proclaim their nationality, you can reach out to us and we can get you started. Um, uh, that weekend, next weekend, May 27th, 28th will be at the Ohio Black Expo that's on the riverfront downtown Columbus, Ohio, and we will have a booth there for our temple. Um, 
And uh, that's it, Morris. Let's go ahead and go into the closing of the meeting. <clears throat> All meetings are to be open and closed promptly according to the Circle 7 in love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. Everyone who's able to, please rise and face the east for the closing prayer. You do not need to repeat after me. Bind our hearts and minds back to our ancient forefathers, divine creed and principles. We ask this in thy holy name and the seven Elohim. Amen. Islam, this meeting is now adjourned, Morris. Peace and love. Peace and love. Peace and love. Peace and love. Happy holidays. Islam. Happy holidays. Peace and love.